Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Sawadee Hello and welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha. Today is our group learning program and we come together on Wednesdays in order to do meditation together. We support and encourage and motivate each other in our meditation practice by coming together to meditate. We have students gathered through Facebook, YouTube, Zoom, and other places as well. And then students also listen to this on the replay if they're not able to make the class. So I'd like to welcome all of you, whether you're attending live or you're attending through the replay, welcome. I'm very pleased that you've decided to reach out to learn the teachings of the Buddha and do some meditation. Today we're doing loving kindness meditation where we oftentimes will rotate back and forth between breathing mindfulness meditation and loving kindness meditation. Today is loving kindness meditation. And I thought what I would do since we haven't done this for a little while is just do a little recap of what loving kindness meditation is and how to actually do it. I taught this very thoroughly in a four-part series at the beginning of this group learning program. As we made our way through, I helped students to understand and build up their loving-kindness meditation practice. And we're going to be restarting this whole group learning program on August 13th. So if you've joined recently, it's wonderful that you're here and you're kind of getting in the habit of joining our classes on Sundays and Wednesdays. And we're going to be restarting from the very beginning on the 13th of August. Right now, we're in a period of time where we're just rotating on Wednesdays between Breathing mindfulness meditation and loving kindness meditation. So let me share with you the content of loving kindness meditation and how we actually do loving kindness meditation. Normally what I would do is I would go through very thoroughly using the words of the Buddha and show you all the different details of loving kindness meditation. But here I'm just going to do kind of a little bit of a summary. First, if you remember back to chapter 8 in the group learning program, and now we're on chapter 18, so we're well beyond that, but back to chapter 8, we were studying the three poisons or the three unwholesome roots or the three fires. This is where you're learning about craving, anger, and ignorance, and these are pollutions in the mind that are causing the mind to be discontent. It's causing the mind to be stuck in the unenlightened state. That when there's craving, there's longing and yearning, if the mind gets what it wants, it gets pleasant feelings. But if it doesn't get what it wants, it gets painful feelings. Oftentimes moving to anger, where there's anger and frustration arising. So oftentimes in the unenlightened state, we will blame other people for the discontent feelings like anger, frustration, irritation, annoyance, guilt, shame, fear, the stress, anxiety. But what you learn in the teachings of the Buddha, and you can independently verify and then practice to eliminate, is that your mind is causing its own discontent feelings through craving, desire, attachment, this mental longing and strong eagerness. 
awareness. So as long as the mind is chasing after the objects of its affection, in the situations where it gets what it wants, it gets like happy, excited, elated, thrill, euphoria. It gets those pleasant feelings, but they're based on some condition. And now when that condition changes, the mind will move to anger or hatred or ill will. And this is where the mind falsely believes that somebody else is causing your discontent feelings. And oftentimes what we will do is we will push that person away. This is called aversion. And the mind thinks that that solves the problem, but it doesn't solve the problem because that person isn't causing you to be angry or that situation isn't causing you to be angry. The anger is coming from your own cravings, that you're not getting what you want in a certain situation. That longing and yearning, the chasing after the objects of your affection, your wants and expectations aren't being fulfilled, so therefore the mind moves to this anger or hostility or bitterness. So the mind will push this person or situation out of the way and thinks that that solves the problem or the mind will become unskillful in its moral conduct and that's where the hostility and bitterness and harshness will arise in our intentions our speech and our actions and now this person might choose to leave out of your life because of the harshness or the unrelated mind will tend to put its expectations on people and try to force or control people to do things your way thinking that that's going to solve the problem but that's just the craving trying to get its way it's trying to get what it wants and none of this solves the problem so with breathing mindfulness meditation you're eliminating craving desire attachment eliminating those longings and yearnings with loving kindness meditation you're eliminating the anger the hatred the ill will where the mind harbors this feelings of frustration and irritation and annoyance and all of these others so it starts with the real strong feelings but then it even has a spectrum all the way down to annoyance where an enlightened being doesn't even have the slightest annoyance in their mind so this meditation of loving kindness is helping you to transform the anger hatred and ill will and all those lesser versions so that the mind can be peaceful and uplifted where you're no longer burdened by carrying around the anger and of course the breathing mindfulness meditation is helping you to eliminate the craving desire attack along with practicing generosity. So this loving kindness meditation, you're developing the mind and kind of rewiring the mind in meditation. And then in your daily life, you go out into the world and you practice loving kindness through your intentions, your speech, and your actions. The loving kindness is a genuine interest in seeing all beings be well, including this being who you are right now. Because when there's anger, hatred, and a will in the mind, that's not what the mind's thinking. The mind wishes harm on others. And as long as you're wishing harm on others and maybe even having intention, speech, and actions in that direction to try to create the harm, when you're putting out harm, that harm is going to come back to you. So by you transforming the mind in meditation and gradually wearing away the anger, hatred, ill will, frustration, irritation, annoyance, and other feelings like that, by you wearing that away, now you will tend to be more loving and kind through your intention, speech, and actions. But you need to match this up with the Buddha's Eightfold Path. If you look at the Eightfold Path, which is the core central teaching of the Buddha, he's sharing with you the individual factors of how to progress and develop your life practice to get to enlightenment. And you can see where loving kindness plugs in to right intention, right speech, and right action. Because as long as you're causing harm through your moral conduct, then you're gonna end up experiencing this harm coming back to you. So you would like to meditate using loving kindness meditation to transform the mind and rewire the mind and then practice through your intention, speech, and actions going out into the world. 
essentially what the unenlightened mind is doing is you're longing yearning with craving to get what you want and if you get it you get those pleasant feelings but they're only temporary happiness and excitement so they wear away and ultimately those feelings are unsatisfying and then if you don't get what you want you might go down this well-worn path of anger and it's a well-worn path and you know where that path leads it's broken relationships and difficulties and struggles so what you're doing is you're getting out your machete and you're now trying to go down this new path where you're breaking through the branches and the stickers and all the different things that you're trying to move through and it can be a real struggle and difficult to go down this path because in the past you thought any painful feelings you were experiencing were being caused by this other person. But when you establish right view through the Four Noble Truths, you understand that the painful feelings are being caused by your own mind. So where in the past you would go down this well-worn path of anger, almost feeling justified in your intention, speech, and actions directed toward this person, now as you learn right view in the Four Noble Truths and you understand that it's your own mind that's causing these painful feelings, you start being able to learn how to restrain the mind and pull it back and not be unskillful and start going down this new path. But it's going to take time for you to make your way through this path with your machete. And more and more as you get through this path, you will make that a well-worn path and this old path of anger and hatred and ill will and bitterness and hostility will be overgrown. And you'll get to the point where you've retrained and rewired the mind so well that it will no longer go down this path of anger. It will only go down this path of loving kindness where there's this genuine interest in seeing all beings be well. But there's this gradual transformation that needs to occur. You can't just meditate once and everything's fixed. You can't even meditate for one week or one month or even one year and everything's fixed. You need to be consistent and dedicated and diligent to building up your practice. And as you do that gradually, slowly but surely, you get to the point where you've accumulated so many benefits of learning the wisdom of the Buddha, reflecting on that to independently verify it, and then implement it into your practice that you're uprooting these pollutions of craving, anger, and ignorance out of the mind. So the mind with craving, it's going to chase and chase and chase and chase. And it can only be happy when it gets what it wants. And then it's going to experience this anger, this bitterness, and this hostility. And the whole reason why this is occurring is this third poison, which is called ignorance or unknowing of true reality, confusion, delusion, misunderstanding. And because of that, the unenlightened mind doesn't understand what it doesn't understand. The unenlightened mind doesn't realize it's causing its own anger. So that's why it looks externally to blame somebody else for its anger. But this is just the unknowing of true reality. And the way that you transform the ignorance is by getting to wisdom. So craving, desire, attachment is transformed with breathing mindfulness meditation and generosity. That's training the mind to let go. Because with craving, desire, attachment, the mind tends to hold on really tightly. With the anger, hatred, and a will, you're using loving kindness meditation to transform the mind. And then you're going out into the world through your intention, speech, and actions using the Eightfold Path as your guide to now practice loving kindness. But then with this ignorance and this unknowing of true reality, the way you transform that is you get to wisdom. You don't believe any of the teachings of the Buddha. You learn, you reflect, independently verify, and then you practice his teachings. And as you're uprooting these pollutions out of the mind, you will gradually see more and more progress that the condition of the mind is actually improving. Because as long as you're pushing people out of your way, as long as you're being bitter and harsh and aggressive, as long as you're putting your expectations on people, this isn't solving 
the true problem. And that's why you just get angry or irritated over and over and over and over again. But once you understand the true problem through the teachings of the Buddha, and you understand the true solutions, and you start implementing these, this is where you see real results. I'm teaching a retreat right now at the temple here in Chiang Mai, and there's several new students that have never studied with me. And there's a gentleman in there that has only been studying for two days. And he came in this morning and talking about how much more enjoyable his drive to the temple was. And he was commuting and some of the things that was happening at his home over the last two days, he was much better able to handle what was happening because he was understanding these natural laws of existence that the Buddha taught. Well, he hasn't had time to fully transform his mind, of course, in just two days, but he's starting to accumulate wisdom and he's starting to experience the benefits of training his mind even in just two days. And this is the real power and the potency when you're getting the true words of the Buddha. So this loving kindness meditation is what's gonna transform that anger, but you need the wisdom of how to do that. Because if you just believed and you didn't have the wisdom, then it's not gonna be impactful. So you need to learn, reflect, and practice. So we're gonna share a little bit of teachings to help you learn, and then you can start reflecting on these and ask questions if you like, and then we're gonna practice it today so that you can start getting the benefits. So this meditation, you start with I. What we're gonna be doing is I'm gonna lead into meditation with a bit of chanting. Then we're gonna do a little bit of breathing mindfulness meditation, just about five minutes or so, just to kind of stabilize the mind and kind of get you breathing and kind of bring some awareness to the mind so you can get some mindfulness, a concentration, and a little bit of elimination of craving, desire, attachments. Then I'm gonna go into these affirmations where I'm gonna say them out loud. What you would like to do is on your out breath, you would like to repeat the affirmation in the mind. May I be peaceful. You'll hear me say this, but you just repeat it in the mind quietly on your out breath. And then you repeat the next affirmation that I'll say, which is may I be safe. And you do that on the out breath. Then the next one is may I be well. Again, you repeat that on the out breath. And then may I be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. So in order to have loving kindness for others, you need to first cultivate this loving kindness for yourself. And that's what you're doing in this meditation is you're starting with I, meaning this being who you are now. And then you're gonna create successive rings larger and larger and larger and larger. And you would like to customize this based on your mind. If you have any kind of resentment or hostility for any individual people that are currently in your life or in the past, as long as your mind's holding on to this resentment or hostility or anger or frustration, you're gonna hinder yourself from getting to enlightenment. So you need to let this go. Even if you haven't seen them for 15, 20 years, they might even be dead now. But if your mind's holding on to anger, it's not liberated from those feelings. So you would like to include them in your meditation. Today as a group, I'm just going to do a general meditation that we can all relate to. But when you do this on your own, you would like to customize this for your specific needs. So when I first started this, I had a lot of negative self-talk in the mind. So I started with, may I be peaceful? May I be safe? May I be well? May I be free of discontentedness in the suffering it causes? And I would do that same ring two, three, four times sometimes. And then I also had a lot of resentment and hostility towards my mom for things that happened in our childhood. So what I would do is I would do mom two, three, four times. And then eventually, whatever rings you construct, you would like to ultimately get to all beings, 
where there isn't anyone that you're leaving out, that you're including all beings. So you hear me say this, may all beings be peaceful, may all beings be safe, may all beings be well, may all beings be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes. So in this way, you're all encompassing. You're not leaving any beings out whatsoever. And this helps you to uproot all the anger, hatred, and ill will in the mind. And it's a gradual wearing away. It's not going to be like magic. It's not like the first time you do it, a womb. Your mind is just magically feeling loving kindness. In fact, when you try this the first few times, maybe the first several times, you might not feel it at all. And that's the whole reason why you need to do this. If you're not feeling loving kindness and you can't, cultivate that mental quality in the mind, then that's all the more justification that yes, this is something that you absolutely need to do because oftentimes when we have aversion and we push people out of our life, we erect a wall between us and them. And gosh, we just want to push that person as far away as possible. And we don't want to even ever see that person again. So by ensuring that you're doing the loving kindness meditation, it's helping to break this wall down so that you're no longer experiencing that. And you can now have loving kindness for all beings. So you're gradually wearing this away with the meditation. Okay, so let me see what questions you guys have related to this meditation before we actually do it together as a group. If you would like to ask any questions, you can put that into Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom. Or if you're in Zoom, you can electronically raise your hand and ask any questions or follow-up questions directly. All right, I'm not seeing any questions right now. So let's go ahead and move to the meditation where we can actually meditate together and I'll guide you guys in this meditation. So just take your meditation position, whether it's seated, lying, or standing. These are the three positions that work really well for loving kindness meditation. We have another position, which is walking meditation, but we don't typically do loving kindness in that position. So take your position, either seated on the floor with maybe some cushions under your rear, helping to get the rear up in the air, lessening the angles at the hips, the knees, and the ankles. Or if you're in a chair, you might just have your feet flat on the floor or crossed at the ankles. Your hands and your arms, you'd like to put your right hand over your left with your thumbs together and place that into your lap. That's going to ensure that the lower body and the hands and arms are completely relaxed. The upper body, you would like to be erect. Not real rigid and not slouched, but nice and erect where it's in the middle. Then, if you would like to join in these chants, you're welcome to bring your hands together and actually chant with me. Or if you're not doing the chanting, you might just close your eyes and start breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. And after the chanting, I'll be back with some more guidance. Arahang Sawaka Sanko 
going to give you some light guidance on breathing mindfulness meditation. Here you're just establishing the breath. Breathing in, experiencing the full inhale. Establishing a nice, steady, consistent, natural breath. Not forced or controlled. And then when you're ready, exhale out through the nose. Breathing in, and out. Your breath isn't going to necessarily match up with the guidance that I provide, and that's okay. This is your practice. So wherever you get to the next inhale, just breathe in naturally through the nose, and exhale out through the nose. Once the breath is established, start fixating the mind on the breath, either the sound of the breath or the sensation of air moving over the skin into the nose. The breath is the present moment. Fixate the mind on the breath, the present moment. Breathing in. in out with the mind fixated on the breath whenever you notice that the mind moves off the breath cut that off let it go and come back to the breath no need to observe the thought label it analyze it or judge it 
Just wherever you notice that the mind is moved off the breath, cut that off, let it go, and come back to the breath. I'm going to be quiet now and let you do this work of focusing on the breath. Cutting off and letting go anytime the mind moves off the breath. Then I'll be back with guidance for loving kindness meditation. You have nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. No one needs you right now. This is your time to focus on the breath, breathing in and out.
continuing to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. Whenever you get to your next out breath, repeat these affirmations in the mind. May I be peaceful. May I be safe. May I be well. May I be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May we be peaceful. May we be safe. May we be well. May we be free of all discontentedness and the suffering it causes.
May my family be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May my friends and associates be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes.
May all those who I come into contact with today be peaceful. May they be safe. May they be well. May they be free of all discontentedness in the suffering it causes. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be safe. May all beings be well. May all beings be free of discontentedness in the suffering it causes. Now return back to breathing mindfulness meditation.
focusing on the breath. Breathing in. And out.
would like to ease your way out of meditation what I'd like to remind you guys here is that this meditation is to transform your own mind sometimes people mistakenly think that this meditation is to change other people there's no part of your path to enlightenment that is for you to change other people in fact it's impossible that person needs to decide to change on their own so while you're doing these affirmations, this is what's helping you to do the inner work inside your own mind to transform your mind away from the anger, hatred, ill will, and lesser versions to bring it to this peacefulness and joy. As long as the mind's holding on to the anger, hatred, ill will, frustration, irritation, annoyance, the mind's not going to be able to experience this liberation and this freedom of strong feelings, the peace, the joy, the enlightened mental state. So if you guys have any questions whatsoever, you're welcome to ask those either in Facebook, YouTube, or Zoom, or you can raise your hand in Zoom electronically and ask anything you like about either the loving kindness meditation or anything else about the path to enlightenment that you might need help with. All right, I'm not seeing any questions anywhere. 
So what I'll do then is I will just uh, remind you guys about these upcoming classes that on Sunday we're going to be in our group learning program studying chapter 18 of this book, Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Enlightenment. You're welcome to join that class. Chapter 18 is all about God and God's creative actions, helping you to understand that you have free will. That's in fact the title of the chapter, God's Creative Action, You Have Free Will, because oftentimes people might have fear of God, or they might have hatred towards God, or they might be begging God for certain things. Maybe you're interested in having a relationship with God, but based on what you've been taught so far, maybe you've pushed that away. Or maybe you have anger and hatred and hostility towards God. Or maybe you're not interested in any relationship with God whatsoever and you would like to understand how to get to enlightenment without having a relationship with God. So I'm going to explain this to you, whether you're interested in having a relationship with God and getting to enlightenment or whether you're not interested because God doesn't grant enlightenment. It's all based on your decisions. So you can choose for yourself whether you'd like to have a relationship with God or not. And I'll help you understand either way how to get to enlightenment, whether you'd like to have a relationship or not. And then next Wednesday, we're going to be doing breathing mindfulness meditation in our group learning program in order to encourage, support, and motivate each other in our breathing mindfulness meditation practice. And then, of course, on Saturdays, we have the Polycan and an English study group that you guys are always welcome to join at any time. We're in volume four, chapters 21 through 30. So you're always welcome to join that at any time. There, you can learn directly with the words of the Buddha. But oftentimes, students like to go through the group learning program and learn that at least once, if not more, before they move into the Polycan and English study group so you can decide for yourself what makes sense in terms of whether you'd like to stay with the group learning program for once or twice for iteration or join at the same time with the polycanon and english study group while you're learning the group learning program it's really up to each individual if you ever would like my advice i'm willing to help you to get some insight into these programs and how they may or may not benefit you at any particular time but it's up to each individual to make their own decisions on those kinds of things so thank you all for joining. Thank you for your dedication and diligence to learning these teachings and practicing them in your life because it's helping you, it's helping those close to you and all of humanity. We'll see you guys in one of these future classes. Have a very lovely and wonderful rest of your day. Sawadee Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment. Enlightenment.